Welcome to Corona Cast 2 of the Craft Heads Podcast. Are we doing the non-platform one first? Well, it's the, we're doing a plat, an episode about platform, but I thought that we would still call it the Corona Cast. Sure. We're, it's, we're still quarantined. It, yeah. We still have nothing to do but play games and hang with our friends in our domiciles and the occasional me come over to your place, which is, might be illegal soon. Well, that's the thing, actually. <laughs> so, Tommy, it is... 6.40 p.m. on April 1st, and Tommy got here a couple hours ago, and prior to that, this is brand new news, Fulton County, which is Atlanta Proper's county, has the official thing where if you violate the stay-at-home order, you can be fined up to $1,000 or literally go to prison. So, is this post-9 o'clock or just any time outside? No, I think, I think it's effective immediately. Oh, so okay. you get home. And obviously, like if you get pulled over, which you won't, it's I'll just like, play dumb. <laughs> oh, it's not just that. It's like I was gone when you dickheads did this. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Uh, this is episode... Dickheads. Is there some animosity? Uh, we'll talk about that on the next episode. Okay. But, um, so we have the... This is episode 96, and we're making this one a quick one, because we're doing the first time ever. We're going to do two back-to-back episodes, since we did two specialized ones right next to each other, in case any of you couldn't listen. So, this is a movie cast about the platform, which is one of the top trending... Net, is it a Netflix original? I think it is. I think it is, yeah. I think it is too, yeah. So, And it came out in 2019? Yes. Yeah. Spanish movie. English yes. dubs. European Spanish. European Spanish. Oh, Spanish. Yeah, Spanish, <laughs> exactly. Like, I, you can watch, they have English dubs, but I actually, I can't stand the discrepancies, you know? So I, I choose to watch it in uh, Spanish, but it's about... In summary, um, did you watch it in Spanish? Oh, so you watched it in Spanish but with English subtitles? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we watched the English dubbing and I hated it. I wish okay. I would have. I was really dumb. That's a really good thing. And give it to the folks out there listening. If you're going to watch it, do what Alex did. Don't do what I did because it was really difficult. I'll go so far as to say if you're going to watch a foreign film, watch it in the native language. Yeah. And then have English subtitles. But you know what really was interesting. And you know that me, me and Claire are subtitle boys. We like our subtitles. Uh, we tried to do it with the English dubbing and the English subtitles. And the English dubbing didn't match up with the subtitles. No, it never all. does. And it was it like, never does. like, they would be like, oh, I'm going, just for example, it'd be like, I'm going downtown and it under, underneath the subtitles would be like, I'm going into town. So like, it was really hard to follow the noises and reading different words. Sometimes it's completely different too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll, or they'll completely omit anything. But again, that happens for really any foreign film, including anime and everything. So it's almost team. like you watch the film twice. Or heard it twice. Yeah. You read it and then you heard something You different. had to work twice as hard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was, it was too much effort. Yeah. And there's a floating T on the episode for all of you. Oh, that's I'm right. floating. I'm... Well, technically you're floating. Because this is the first movie cast when we've had all three of us. Because T and I usually no, do we movie just, casts. Well, we did a, a show cast Left, about yeah, the exactly. leftovers. But cheers before we move, move into it. Uh, we are drinking Pauliner. Pauliner? How do you pronounce it? Pauliner. Paul Lanner? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a real classic uh, German Hefeweizen, and all three of us love Hefeweizens. I can never think fast enough on my feet on pod- on our podcast, Tommy. Hefeweizens are probably my favorite type of beer, okay. by the way. Okay. So it's good to know. Type. Yeah, and then like for the name, I love my uh, my Aventinus Schneiderweiss, which is a, a cousin. So Is is Paul Lanner the very first? No. Hefeweizener. Vihanstefiner. Yeah. Vihanstefiner. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's that's the first, uh, the oldest brewery. But anyways, 
the platform, spoilers ensue at, right after I give this real quick plot summary. It's basically, the platform is referring to this, there's a giant vertical prison, like a huge tower. It's completely austere. There's like nothing in it except water and a toilet. There's a massive hole in the center of the floor and it goes all the way down to a unknown number of levels. And there are two people per floor. Mm-hmm. And there's a platform that's It's starts... basically a prison. Or did you say prison? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, whatever it is. It's that's kind of left to interpretation, actually. Yeah. But there's a top there's a platform that begins at the top on level zero where all these gourmet chefs prepare this incredible, extravagant, massive meal that could feed a ton of people if people rationed it out. And it moves down each floor one at a time with maybe a, a minute. minute so I'd like say that. a minute. That's what I, what I was understanding. Sure, exactly. Because they never make that clear either. Yeah. And you eat whatever you want, but you can't keep anything. So if you take an apple off of it and it goes down, the room will either heat up or uh, chill and freeze until you die. So you, you, you can only have what's there on that floor when it's your turn, and then it moves down. So you get to eat for a minute a day. Yes, exactly. For 30 days on each level. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is the plot summary. There will be spoilers now, so check it out if you're interested in seeing the movie. But we're just going to discuss a couple things that we really liked about it and why it was so interesting. So the platform. Uh, what do you think? Uh, the very first thing that I told you after we watched it, and Tara, you can chime in on this too. Um, I didn't think that the underlying message was very obvious. The overlying message is, yeah, if everybody works together, like nobody's going to suffer. Or and if and if you're not gluttonous about specifically food, I mean money could be interpreted here. Yeah. If you're not gluttonous that and everybody shares an equal amount, like everybody can live an equal life. That's the overlying message, yeah, very clear. Well, I had a different interpretation. Okay, go ahead. To me, the obvious message, mm-hmm. so not the underlying, is generally of overconsumption. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it's food or I, I think it's and it's let's face it, especially America. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a very anti-overconsumption message of our society generally. That's my overarching statement. What, what do you think, T? The one thing that I'll even kind of... I'll jump off both of you. And, like, the one thing that I keep thinking of is, like, you talk about ration. And so, like, you can even say a ration of food and rationalization in terms of your situation. Like, mental, both mental and physical, in terms of okay, you've got 60 seconds a day to eat. That's not, I'm not going to say it's not hard, but like if you are thinking rationally and you're fine with that, you can easily think like, okay, I'm totally fine. I'm not going to die from this. This is the amount of calories I need to sustain my body to go to the next day. You'll be totally fine. So I took, I took a lot of stuff from that. Like you just see all these people just go crazy. It's just like, oh, there's no need for that. And for the people who stuck around that don't care about the spoilers, the point is this massive platform starts on level zero and mm-hmm. gets down to what you find out is about, I think it's like 250? 333. And guess what? What? Tara pointed something out. Hmm. Double that. 666, right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I did think about it's that. It's literally actually. hell. <clears throat> yeah. So the, it goes down to level 333, but... Around level, you know, uh, 70, I think, is like kind of a number that they start saying you're not going to get any rations. Like it's going to come down to 70 and there's going to be literally nothing. Broken plates. Broken plates. So 70 and under, 70 to 333 people for 30 days have to decide to kill their cell partner to eat. Otherwise, you can. Yeah, yeah, or fast for 30 days, which is, I think, impossible. No. 
30 days? Somebody on this podcast literally did 25 days. But he had water. Yeah, they have water. They have water. They have sinks and a toilet. Okay. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be horrible, but just so everybody's clear, it's doable. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can do that, but a lot of the people choose to end up killing their cell partner. Like, first person to get to the other person kills them, and then they eat their flesh, and that's how they survive. So... You, after 30 days, they pump this gas into this prison, and then supposedly people come into each level and move you onto a different floor. So every time, like on the 30th day, these people are falling asleep and they pray that they're going to wake up on, you know, mm-hmm. 50 or higher so they get some food. And also, if they do not kill or cannibalize their cellmate, they stick together mm-hmm. until one of the two of their sentences is up. Sometimes yeah. it's, it's penal or punitive. Other times it's because... You can actually voluntarily go to the hole and get something in return. Like, for example, the, the main character was getting a four-year like college degree, basically, mm-hmm. for, for six months in the hole. Mm-hmm. And you get to take one item with you. So, And we don't need to go into every tiny little detail because you either just want to get the general message of this and what happened, or you're just sort of coming along with us because you saw the movie, too, and also want to talk about it. But So, Tommy, you gave us uh, some more details, and we all talked about like the big obvious message, or at least as we interpret it. What do you think is more of an underlying message from it? Well, that's what I didn't understand. I, I Did you read about it? No, I didn't. Ne- neither did I. None of us read about mm-hmm. this. So these are, this is just all our opinions. So the main character in the movie ends up deciding that he wants to hop on the platform and ride it down. And then when they get to the lower levels, they start, you know, rationing out the food. They, like, defend the platform so everybody has an equal portion so everybody can survive. But they choose... They figure out, you know, after a few levels, 50 levels or so, that they, it's really hard to defend the entire platform or tell people what they can eat. So they just start deciding to defend one dish. Mm-hmm. And then they said... Panacotta. Yeah, they just tried to defend panacotta. The panacotta is the message. Yeah. He said that like 10 times. And he went down with a teammate. Right, exactly. So in, in this panacotta, I mean, like, I understood that all the way. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, so if they keep one dish, they're, and then, like, the platform goes back up to the top and there's still a dish then, like, the message is, yeah, we can do this. You guys aren't, like, totally killing people down here. This isn't hard, you know? But then they get down to this, to the very last level, 333, and all of a sudden there's that girl at the bottom. They let the girl eat, and then they send the girl up, and she's the message. What the fuck is, what what does that mean? (laughs) Well, not only was was that uh, vague and up to interpretation... That was my only real problem with the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you realize what's going to happen to that girl? She's going to get killed at the top? Yes, because <laughs> she's go- that platform goes like 200 miles an hour. Yeah. And when it gets to the top, she's not, uh, she's not <laughs> fixed to it. Inertia <laughs> yeah. is going to turn her into mush on the ceiling. Well, maybe so that really well, let's assume that it slows down enough that she just stops and then she's at the top. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it doesn't only because... If that were the case, then people on the top 10 levels would know, see it coming, jump on it, and they get to go up to zero. I agree with that as well, but we don't we don't have to take it too literally, because yeah. literally, it's a, it's a floating platform. It's ridiculous. It has a thing underneath it. It's not floating. No, there I, didn't, I there never saw it. There wasn't anything floating. There's definitely a... No. No, because there, there would... There, I mean, they would have grabbed onto something. You, you, see, you see it as it goes down. There's, there's oh, nothing there. Oh, wait a minute. There. It just floats down. It's like magnetized or something. It's, it's very odd. I thinking that? I mean, well, we can rewatch it I, and I'll I show you. I feel like my brain 
like put it into the movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It, it just sort of to try to make it, yeah. sense yeah. for you. To, to going back to your point, yeah, Tara, rationalizing. Well, I swear it had a giant thing underneath mm-mm. it. Wow. I was thinking, oh, it's just <coughs> that's probably magnets <coughs> in each floor. They somehow figure that out. Whenever the character rides it down into hell or whatever, that like dark area, and then just walks away, which was stupid to me too. Like, why did he have to leave the girl and not go with her? Yeah, it, like, it, why it couldn't he do that? Yeah, it, it was just they were like trying to make it too abstract and too up to well, interpretation. I mean, as I watch the movie and as like you kind of draw like comparisons because. Like, even if, and this is going to go, like, off the rails, but I'll try to come, like, I'll try to come back around. Okay. Um, do your best. Yeah, I'll do my best. Whenever you look at, like, people that like to write stories, mm-hmm. there are typically, like, there's, like, a set number of templates that most stories pretty much follow. Like, you have the hero story, you have, um, you know, oh, I'm, I'm the bad guy, whatever. Like, he's oh, actually, yeah. the bad guy's the hero or trying to be good. Like, there's always usually some kind of template. You just got to figure out what it is. And one of the templates that people use, too, is the whole, um, you know, second coming of Christ or Jesus. So, mm. I mean, think about this guy going into this hole. He literally left whatever world they were in, went into this hole, and he took a book with him. So he had no idea what was going on. And so, like, I would draw comparisons to, like, the story of Jesus and, like, how he went into literally hell, like, whatever, you know, Middle Earth was way back when, um... And just, like, looking at the behavior of every single person on every single floor. Greed, gluttony, um, you know, hate, avarice, like, all these things. And he's literally there, like, why why are we like this? It doesn't have to be like this. So why are you perpetuating these horrible, horrible, like, tendencies? Like, there's literally the buffet table is as, is big, as big, if not bigger, than our dining room table. And that's fucking huge. And you could easily, if you portioned it out, rationed it out every single day where you ate whatever your little cubic amount of food is, all 666 people could have eaten totally fine, been totally rational, just been like, hey, down there, you great? Yeah, yeah, we're great today. Like, but no, people devolve out of whatever higher mind they're thinking with and they just go crazy, primal. Like, the guy woke up and he was tied to the bed and it's like, what the fuck? Like, if someone tied me to the bed... To eat my own physical body, I would fucking lose my mind. That's that's insane. what he did. I think that yeah, guy was that, a really good actor, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and like that, the part oh, of the really? movie that bothered me was the whole cannibalism thing. Like, I I could not watch the screen oh, when really? those were happening. Like that that viscerally bothered me. And then as soon as you see he gets the woman like with the dog, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that dog's gonna get killed. Yeah. And it, then you see it eviscerated on the floor, and it's like, holy shit. But Dude. like, I think that whole thing of like him literally descending down every layer of hell. All the way to the bottom is supposed to be some kind of like Jesus message of like this Symbolic guy is coming to save you and you don't need to all be, be living in darkness. Him coming from heaven to earth and earth was literally a fucking shithole. Like think of Sodom and Gomorrah and like all this crazy stuff and all these people like killing and raping and like just shitting on everything. And he tried to come and do the same thing there. He's like, it doesn't have to be like this. And then he literally died. He like went to hell to try to save these people on Earth. Let's bring it back to the to the to the movie. You said shitting on everything. Oh God, I hate it. The best scene in the, sh- there, in the movie. There was definitely some poop. There was this one guy tries to climb up to the next level. He, his item that he brought with him was rope, and he throws it up to the next level. And these people are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, come on up!" And out of nowhere, this guy's climbing up, and he's and he thinks he's climbing up to the next level. The people above him. He just, he literally pulls down his pants and shits on his face, which was 
really funny. Yeah. I, I couldn't, for the next, like, ten minutes of the movie, I I was just laughing, because I was like, what did I just witness? Yeah. And what? did it even make a little noise? I think it did. Was it the yeah. woman? I it thought like the woman shit on him. I thought she it was did. the guy. You thought it was the woman? I think I think the woman shit on him. Yeah. That and might be made, something like, to wet, look up. Yeah. <laughs> wet poop sounds like. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> so anyways, uh, that's the platform. It's a pretty simple movie. It, it's like, you don't, it's not a hard watch at all, unless you hate some... You know, you don't like gruesomeness, which Tara was saying earlier. I mean, there's a little bit of cannibalism. There's a decent amount of gore. But nothing worse than, like, a lot of other movies I'm sure everybody's seen at this point. I loved hearing you say, there's a little bit of cannibalism. <laughs> like, it's it's not a big deal. You talk about people. gore and, like, the platform. As they're riding the platform into hell, like... You see people that, like on the lower floors, like how they killed themselves, and the one guy literally just laid his body, and the platform cut it. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah. And you see, mm-hmm. like, so, like the days before, however many days, like you just see half a torso. That's like, a pretty right metal way to, to kill platform. yourself because yeah. that thing just goes up so unbelievably fast. But yep. yeah, it's it was. Uh, I was okay because I'm pretty desensitized to most things. I can watch just about anything. Tara uh, grimaced at a lot of it and didn't watch many parts of it. Or were you and Claire? both good on, on... I, I was pretty good like i really and i know we've talked about this movie again the worst thing i've ever had to watch was the gerald's game scene at the end of the movie when she hold on <laughs> yeah and yeah. the, the movie in gerald's game we had an episode we talked about it wasn't a whole movie cast but we did talk about gerald's game one time so that's a good movie check that out um yeah the the whole thing is i think it's very timely for two reasons one because of COVID-19, mm-hmm. and it's an example of people taking more than their fair share of things, whether it's toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started. If you were one of, listen, if you were one of those people, fuck you. <laughs> I, like, I'll say that. You're an idiot. You, that doesn't even make sense. Expanding <laughs> upon what you just said, I don't, I wouldn't even call it taking more than your fair share. I would say taking more than you need. I mean, you really think Both. about... Think about it at a basic human level versus needs versus wants. You have a faucet that still works because it's going through a fucking water treatment plant, cleaning your water. Like we didn't go stock. We have one stockpile, like two liter of water or three liter of water, but we went out and got Brita, we went out and got Brita filters because like that's the only thing we use. Like we filter our water out mm-hmm. of a fucking tap. So like mm-hmm. we didn't get crazy with that. And then I mean, you just don't need stuff. Like, we didn't really go out and stockpile food. I mean, you can go out and buy a pretty good amount of food that'll keep you alive for a week and a half at least, well, if you ration. Not to mention, we already talked about stockpiling toilet paper specifically does not make any sense. But anyways, getting off that soapbox... We've already had a full exactly. corona cast the, about this. The second reason I think this movie is very timely is because of how much traction fasting is gaining. Mm-hmm. As As, I mean... I hate to use the word fad because I usually think fads are stupid, but I think there's a lot of benefits from fasting. And this this movie just further ingrains that ideas into people's head that like, no, you have to have three meals a day. You have to have 2,000 calories a day, like all of these things that are just, no, that's not true for everybody. And you it's can, correct. it would be terrible, horrible, but, but especially because usually when you're on a low level for a month, they usually bump you much high. It's usually like all over the place. So you go for months at a time and it's like, it would be horrible. I am, I, I wouldn't even want to go for a week without food, but you don't have to kill and eat your cellmate. But it's just like, nobody's willing to work together. Everybody's irrational. People want more than they need. And 
I guess that's the platform. I mean, watch even it. the woman. Yeah, like, it was cool. She... Watch. It was cool. It was 90 minutes-ish. Yeah. 90-some. And she was saying, like, because she brought her dog, and he's like, we got to feed all these fucking people, man. And she's like, I eat today, dog eats tomorrow, and every other day we go back and forth. And you can totally do that. Glad, glad you brought that up. That bothered me, though, because that is a lesser creature, shouldn't be eating food. The problem is... She's giving up her meal for Because it. he even specifically... But that's something another human, which is more important, objectively, could eat. The only problem is it's not a coordinated thing on the way down the tower and nobody yeah. else is rationing out. So I understand why she did it. But he he specifically said, he's like, do you realize that dog eating could be killing somebody else? And yes, she gave up a meal, but the idea is humans should be eating, so they shouldn't allow pets in there. That's my guess. Yeah, I thought that was odd. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right. <laughs> well, we'll see you again in five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> See ya!